Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. But that's the space that you travel in. That is your sphere. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. You are back at the location. The best place on the planet. The spot where the conversations are pointed and the guests are sharp. The responses are never dull. We have Marion O'Mace. She has a pretty expansive title. Let me make sure that I get this right. I want to read this correctly. Hold on, give me one second here. Miriam is from the land down under, Australia. She is a spiritual freedom, quantum consciousness facilitator, human potential activator, a truth seeker. Those are pretty expansive. That's a lot of heavy lifting. But she's going to break it down in bite-sized pieces so that we are able to ingest it, digest it, and redirect it in the right place. Welcome to On the Edge, Miriam. Oh, thank you for having me here, April. I'm really happy to be here with you and you, and uh, all the audience. Brains. Brains, yes. <laughs> with all the brains. Yes, exactly. Because we want to speak right into their cranium. We want to speak into the place where they edit and filter and process information. And then they project it out upon the world. So tell us how you show up on the world and what you're actually doing in this space. So uh, I, I show up, I guess, as an activator for people in the human potential area. And uh, I particularly at this point of time of my life, because everything happens and directs you in a certain direction, uh, are working with some quantum technologies from a physicist called Grigori Grabovoy, who shows you how reality is created. So I help people integrate so they understand how they can actually play with the fabric of time and space and work more in line with their heart. Wow. Wow. So people are really doing the deep dive and they're trying to discover who they are and where they're positioned in the world? Yeah, especially over the last two and a half years, April, I think uh, everybody's been put on a, a fast drive to really catapult them and start to see what the truth is for them. And I think within all of us now uh, that for those that and I'll say the truth, because the truth isn't just something of a logical thing or a, a left brain as a um, thinking, it actually feels like it's in every fiber of your being. Yeah. So that when when you actually hear information coming from the outside, it's almost like an internal filter, something goes off and you just know what's true and what's not. And I think when you well, I want to stop right there. We can agree to disagree because truth, I have found with a lot of people, it is a matter of perception and beliefs. You know, like I say, oh, that's a beautiful sweater that you have on. Now, again, we're in television here. Is that cream? Is that white? Is that gray? What is what? Is, what color is that that you have on that you're wearing? Uh, it's a cream color. It's a cream color. Okay. Someone will tell me, oh, no, that is beige. Oh, no, that is off-white. And they will get indignant because based upon their perception. So when you say filter, 
everybody's lens can be a little shaded. I totally agree with you, you know, because um, our filters are based on everything that's happened and our belief systems and our family. So everybody has filters. But I think when I'm meaning a filter, the internal filter where you actually feel it in your heart, where your body then gives you a full uh, yes, like this is true. Everything is sort of activated inside you instead of, I guess, the the filters that we normally see through because they've been fairly tainted along the way. They are by outside influences, you know, like conspiracy theorist or, you know, uh, some sort of abuse, uh, childhood trauma, relationships. It's like people are not able to really recognize who they are as an individual contributor without, you know, all of this other stuff. So when they get to working with people like you and they do the deep dive, you know, sometimes they can be terrified because they're like, wow, this is the person I really am. Or they can be mesmerized because, wow, this is the person I really am. <laughs> you know, it's, it, you know, the journey of life, it's a bit of an unfoldment. I mean, my mother used to say, I'd love to put an old head on young shoulders. Oh. <laughs> and I guess from, and she was a teacher, uh, so she, she had a lot of wisdom watching children. But uh, when you look back, you know, when you look back from, you know, living many years, uh, then you look back and you go, oh, I can see why that was my journey. Because we all come in with about six generations of our family stuff. So not only we're we working on our stuff, we're actually bringing through the stuff from our family. And you can see when you look back, there's obviously patterns. But when you start to be mesmerized, I guess, by the little, I will call them breadcrumbs that turn up in your life that start leading you and showing you and that's specifically for this time it's really powerful at the moment uh there's so many messages coming through and little breadcrumbs to to guide you then you can see why why you had the journey um but perhaps you know when i was 20 and first getting married <laughs> i had no idea uh what was ahead of me and i remember sitting in a a class that you had to do before you get married um, and the priest as I come from I'm a recovering Catholic I come from a Catholic background um, and, and, and the, gonna, I, I like what you said I'm not gonna touch it though and the priest said can you hear it can you hear it and we're, everybody in the room's listening can you hear it the conveyor belt of life and at that stage I had no I didn't understand what he was talking about. All I could see what was going to happen the next day or the next week. But I can see from this part of the journey, looking back, um, what my soul would have agreed to do before it came in. Because I, I really, really getting to know yourself, uh, which is the inner work, really getting to know yourself. I, For me, my soul will definitely go on, yeah, throw it all at me, give it to me. I know I can do so much. It's not a problem. Except when you're living it, you think, okay i'm not too sure i really wanted to do all this exactly mm. and what is the benefit you know because people want to return on their investment they you know it, it's not just be a humanitarian and just give and do it's like what is in it for me and it's that it's that selfishness that conversation that people are having in their head right now but they don't understand and i think you and i understand that we're in a whole different uh, juncture we're at a portal we're in 5D. We are trying to get through this thing. Uh, we are trying to get through COVID, understand who we are, 
get to the next dimension. This is the age of Aquarius. Pisces is long gone. This is a gentler cycle. But if we don't, you know, enter the doorway or the gateway or the portal, I mean, just talk about the portal for a second. This telescope has just revealed galaxies. Oh, my God. The, the pictures were just unbelievable. So we are just a nano speck in this whole universe. We have this uh, arrogance and ignorance about it's only us. And you live in one of the most spiritual places, because I've been to Australia, on the planet. You know, those, the the indigenous people there uh, are the first people. I heard they even have an extra chromosome. The first individuals on the planet. So there is something there. There is a spiritual connection. How do people tap into that? Well, I just want to say we might have the indigenous people with a spiritual awareness, but I tell you, there's a lot of Australians still fairly much asleep to that. And unfortunately, the indigenous, like many indigenous around the world, haven't been given the accolades or we haven't tapped into unless, you know, unless we're aware of it, their, their wisdom. And that's a little bit of a push at the moment to have that indigenous come back in and, and give us their wisdom. But uh just speaking to your, you know, the shift to 5D, I'm not sure if any one of your listeners are feeling, maybe you also um, feel this. That's what we do here on the edge. Oh, they are are tuned in to get turned up. Yes, ma'am. And so you will have probably realized then that um, early in July, there was a shift of timelines Mm -hmm. and something has shifted for people where they feel like they're observing the outside world what's happening there but they're not part of it and that's a good indication that you've had a consciousness shift that you've actually shifted dimensions and what we're here to do then is to witness what has been happening for over twenty-six thousand years on our planet without us even realizing it and we have to witness it to see what was the underlying currents and it's traumatic for some people but it's about us taking back our power and realizing we are sovereign beings, our souls. We're here to make the shift for the rest, of, uh, for the rest of them to move with. And we're right in a very exciting time, although it doesn't look like it in the outer world at the moment. Well, it's exciting to me, but you know what? Everybody's not going to make it through the portal. I've I've seen that too. I'm not saying you know I'm not a Debbie Downer. I'm the total optimist, but people are still numb. They're yes, still, they're still very much asleep. Yes, yes, and there's two timelines that are playing out at the moment. There's always potential, but there's definitely two, and one is the one where you're the observer of what's happening and feeling like you're not part of it, and you're definitely moving. And then there's the other timeline where you actually be- believe there's an Armageddon and that we're going to have a nuclear explosion and everything will go like that. And th- the whole point of this, and and what people don't realize is. The prize is our consciousness. Our consciousness is something that exists whether you have a physical body or not. And your consciousness is what helps to create reality. So if you can harness everybody's consciousness to believe in a certain direction and the collective believe whatever the the current story is, then you by them holding it in their consciousness, they actually bring it into the physical reality. So um, well, that's what, yeah. Sometimes, you know what, but sometimes I get in that space 
brain and I feel like I'm alone. I feel like what's the purpose? What's the point? You know, um, I'm in a situation right now where I was just talking to my previous guest that I'm about to lead a team and everybody it doesn't have the gumption and the chutzpah that I do. But I have to, as a leader, strategically place them where they feel valued. I have to meet them where they are. Uh, and hopefully I can level them up above me. It doesn't have to be at my level, but above me, but to make them feel whole. And that's a lot of work, Maureen. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah it's a, it, is a, it is a lot of work. Um, and, and when you're in that- I might call you Maureen, it's Marion. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. Um, when you're in that position, it's a stretch sometimes for like you, you know, it's a stretch to hold a community. It, it feels enough, but you wouldn't have been given anything that you're absolutely not capable of. It's part of your, it's part you're of the, the reason. You're the fourth person that has confirmed <laughs> that. You are the fourth person. I work with an ego coach too. Remind me to turn you on to her. She's amazing. But her, my mentor, you, and someone else just said, you have been placed. This is a part of your legacy is what they told me. Is that this is this is your life purpose? This is your life job. You know that's scary to hear that. I'm gonna be real with you, brains. It's scary to hear that. You know it sounds all you know, uh, all important, but it's it's a lot of responsibility because I don't think I'm gonna fail. But no. it's, it's the journey that I have to go through. It's the stripes upon my back that I am going to have to wear. Uh, it is the negotiation. It is the dumbing down when I feel really passionate. It's being quiet when I want to be boisterous. Hmm. It's work for me too. Yeah, I mean, that's all part of the journey for us also to evolve as souls. But here's the thing about when you um, are in a group that you're leading is that, and this is my personal experience, you know, because I deal in you know, people where, where they have illnesses or they always look to a guru to actually sort the problem out and they sort of take their package of, you know, perception, land it on you and go fix me. And it's not about fixing them. It's about people taking full responsibility for who they show up as, but for what's happening in their life, because everything that's happened to them, they've helped to create as well and i think this is why we're seeing everything that's happening in the world at the moment because we've handed all our power away to outside people and it's now about calling that back and actually taking personal responsibility and that's hard sometimes to take responsibility because it it's easy to hand it off to somebody well it's ownership and that's what i was just saying too it's about own, owning your own stuff yes no not you're the victim somebody did this to me oh my feelings are hurt you know and that's where I am not wanting, should I say not wanting? Should I say not willing? I'm trying to pick my words carefully. I Do I have the ability? Do I have the capacity? Yes to all of those. I mm. really do. Okay, so now what I have to do is I have to change my internal compass, you know, but it's based upon each individual. But as a leader, that's what you do. You show mm. people their value. You reward, you recognize, you acknowledge, and you learn from that as well. But honey, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, we've all, we'll all had a story. I mean, I've been married three times, so I, I can, uh, I can. Three times? 
you know what? I pat you on the back because some women can't get a date, and you found <laughs> you've gotten three husbands. What was what was that like? I mean, you know, just as a as a woman and evolving and you know changing and figuring out what didn't work well, what did work well, how to change yourself. How did you do that? I guess it's like being, <laughs> being put under pressure in a big way because uh, I'm an expert at relationships now. Um, you know, it was a journey of finding myself and a lot, especially you can imagine getting married first at 20 and having my first child at 21. Um, I had no idea about who I was, what I valued, what was important. And I got lost in somebody else's um, I handed my life over to other people thinking that they had, because they came over strong, right. that they had more knowledge. And it was along the way I realized, oh no, it's just, they're just always telling me their perception. And it looks like that they're very strong, but actually underneath all that is a lot of weakness and hurt. And, and so along the way, it didn't feel joyful, but everything always pushes you to see um, who you truly are and you know, I'm really comfortable where I am at the moment. So, you know, my husband now, we've known each other all our life. And I can see now how the creator, God, universal source was actually playing a chess game because mm. we were in the same family unit all the time seeing each other. And, and we just kept coming back and coming back. But it was only, you know, over 12 years ago that we connected again. And there was um, this divine connection, which when you have that, it just feels so easeful and so respective and on and very divinely blessed Well, is all I can say. So along the journey, I made lots of mistakes, but that's how I learned. Again, the things that don't kill you only make you stronger. Absolutely. What would you tell a 25 year old, Marion? Sit down first and work out what's important to you in your life. What's your values? Just a list of about seven or eight things and then make a list for each heading why that's important to you. Because once you can understand what your values and why it's important to you, when you meet somebody else that you have a clash with your values, you realize that these are important to me. I don't have to give them away and adopt somebody else's to feel valued or um, accepted in a relationship. And when, when I met my husband, I already had done all this values work and, and understood what was important to me. So before we got into the relating part of it, I said, I want to sit down. I want to tell you what's important in my life and why it is. I want to see what's important in your life. I want us to come together and work out how we both can have a win-win so that so that when we get into the into the relationship and it gets into heavy emotions and everything right we can remind each other what's important and that's good because you've you've laid the groundwork yes and that's what's important i think for me anyway um Marianne, what planet are you from uh i have a few parts to me that are because i i understanding really more and more that we are multi-dimensional so I have some Syrian connection. Uh, I also just recently realized I have Liberian connection as well. Because oh. uh, my because part of me, my soul communicates to me in words and songs. Wow. And I'll give you I'll give you a little example. A uh, couple of about a month ago, I was listening to Sam Smith. Oh, uh, yeah. I love his music. We happened to watch a documentary about his work at Abbey, Abbey Road. And there was one song in there. 
um, and it's called How Love Goes. And as soon as I heard that, morning, noon and night, every time I woke up in the middle of the night, the, the chorus to that song was playing in my, in my head the whole time. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this is just more than I like the song. There's something going on. Where is it directing me? And I'm at the moment writing a, a, a new uh, seminar and I thought this is a title that belongs. How does love go? Because we have a perception of how love works. And so as soon as I wrote, wrote it down, it stopped. The music absolutely stopped. <laughs> so, um, you know, as we go back about perception, how I interrupt the story with people, because we all have a story, is I just say a few things. So how's this situation a positive plus or a benefit to you? Who are you having to become because of this? And this seems to pattern interrupt people's stories because when you have to actually stop and think, actually, I can see there's a negative in the situation because that's my story, but there's actually a positive to this. It's actually driving me somewhere. You start to realize how God creator source works. It gives you a full quantum, both the positive and the negative, and it's about your ability to see. I take off the blinkers and see, okay, I expect you as my mother or partner or whatever to give me this, but I'm not getting it from you. Where am I getting it? Because it will be in your life somewhere. As soon as you can start to open up and go, okay, where am I getting what I'm looking for? How's it making me feel? And when you open it up and see, I am getting it, say, through my friends or through, you know, uh, leading a community. And then you go, okay, I'm getting everything I need. It's just my perception said it had to come from a person. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That that makes perfect sense. What brings you your greatest joy? My greatest joy is to see people, um, the light comes on and they have a shift and they actually realize who they truly are and step into their joy and have fun and play. We, we take people normally to Thailand on a retreat mm. and just seeing them play um, and enjoy themselves and understand how what a beautiful world we live in that brings me a lot of joy so seeing myself and seeing others around us really in the joy of who we are then that brings me my greatest joy i want to tap back into something that you said as being a recovering catholic <laughs> what do you say to the person that is scared of the metaphysical the energy work the light work the source energy what do you say to those people that are fearful of it because they've been indoctrinated with religion um and religion is not a dirty word i practice religion but i use religion as a roadmap to the ultimate destination of spirituality yeah it's only because when in the as you would know in the background of religions and i agree you know religion and especially community helps helps people really makes them feel they belonged in that but it's when when you take that and they go um god is a condemning god if you do don't do right then you've right. got a big cross and there is not that is not true right. or um if you don't behave you've been born into original sin you know so you're already a sinner now, that's not true but when you so we have those beliefs that there is the invisible realm already because they talk about Jesus and God and all the rest of it. So we already believe that and angels. Now we all only just need to understand that we mightn't be able to see the invisible realm because it's on another dimension or frequency, but it's very much there. 
absolutely there. And we had an experience recently where we had a student who came in, referred to us, um, beautiful 37 year old woman, and just everything said that um, she had, sorry, breast cancer, everything said that she was going to, to, to get over this, but her journey wasn't that, and, it, and she passed recently. And what's happened is ever since she passed, she's been communicating through her, her um, partner. She's been, uh, Brian, my husband's clairvoyant, so he's been seeing her. And I recently we've had four people confirm that she's actually coming back, not as a baby, <laughs> as an adult. So, I mean, that's another big subject. But when you start to realize and, and get that direction from, from the invisible realm that you can't see and realize that you have guides that are there to help you, that um, God creator source is there to direct you. You only need to ask for them. Once you start practicing, like learning to become a Catholic or learning a new skill at school, you just got to practice the steps and then be discerning. Right. And I think that along the way you, you get to understand is you don't want to invite everybody in you as right. a spiritual being. You, you know what? And I tell people that all the time, you know, they want to open themselves up with, meditation or arawesca or whatever uh you got to be careful with that because there are other sources out there that may not be so friendly <laughs> and they're looking for a portal they're looking for a home so discernment uh the influence make your own decision even with religion read that text for yourself develop a personal because with source that's one-on-one -on -one. trust me when source yep. talks, teaches, shows, blesses, I don't believe punish, but you know, um, there's consequences, you know, when all those things happen, I praise through my circumstance because it is a learning opportunity. Everything's not going to always go your way. Hmm. So what do you say to that person that's super high charge that, you know, that's on top of the world, that they don't have a care in the world, they don't have a fear. How do you keep them grounded? Because <laughs> that arrogance, you know, that's like a helium balloon. Uh, you know what the, uh, how things work is when you're, when you've got yourself on a pedestal and very high up, uh, what happens usually is you, you're, you've taken off your pedestal <sighs> and actually fall back into, you know, sometimes not good circumstances just to show you, you've got to keep yourself pretty, pretty balanced. And we were talking, I was talking last night to a gorgeous businessman that my husband is involved with in the UK and he's really driven. He's so supercharged at the moment. I said, yeah, I've been like you in the past. And what happens is if you don't stop and spend the time to balance things out, then uh, the universe sends along a little equalizer like, um, I got I got shingles at one stage because I was trying to juggle about five different things right. and you couldn't do anything in, in that yeah. state. So so I learned to keep the balance. Okay. Yeah, I learned to keep the and balance. You know what? And when you keep the balance, uh, number one, you've got to recognize that you're tilting one way or the other. I know when my mother was passing, my hair was coming out. And I was just thinking I was shedding. And then my, you know, I started gaining weight. I'm still working on losing that weight because, <laughs> because food was my friend, you know? Yeah. So you don't realize sometimes that you are really overdoing it. 
people have that overachiever syndrome or that perfectionist complex, which mm. really can show up as insecurity. Yes. You know, uh, and people are looking at that. Oh, you know, this just has to be perfect. I can't, nothing is perfect. Allow some flaws. Those flaws are where you really get your best information and transformation. Mm. So let's just, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, I say to people when they're, when they're really going through things like that, if you want an equalizer, go into nature. You don't find the trees arguing with the grass or any disruption. All you see is the coherence working together. And when you're in nature, you feel absolutely energized and peaceful. Yeah, you know, and, and really kind of looking at yourself naked. That'll do it for you too. <laughs> <laughs> Just stand there in the, in the mirror and take a real good look, brains, from head to toe. Get right in there and look at every wrinkle, every crinkle, uh, every mole, because those are your life it's your life story. It's your life story. And you have to learn to love all of that. You know, you got a scar where you, you know, maybe fell when you were roller skating or maybe, you know, you chipped a tooth or something, but all those things make up who you are. It's a part of your character. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And um, I have a little story around that because when I was going through my second uh, divorce, I was doing a lot of personal development and my mentor at that time said if you don't get what's going on between you and your husband then you'll attract another learning experience <laughs> i thought and no i don't need another learning experience but my story was that um, i was the victim and he was the controlling person and uh, this my teacher at the time you know pat and interrupt he goes so where are you controlling and as I adjusted my halo, I said, oh, I'm not, I'm not. And he goes, you're a teacher in a university. You're a single mum." You know, he was going through all the areas of my life where I was controlling. And he got me see to see how controlling is a positive. And then he said, so how is controlling a negative? And I go, well, it's my way or the highway. And I could uh, rattle off. At that point, I could see the part of me that was controlling. I could see how it was a positive and a negative. And in that moment, I could collapse it and go, actually, I love the part of me that's controlling because it has all this benefit, but it also has a negative if, I, if I'm off balance. And what will happen is when I'm off balance, the outer world, my inner world will be projected into the outer world in people and situations. And the things that are giving you the greatest pain that you tend to point out and go, it's you, it's you will be pointing back to at you. So the outer world always shows you where your imbalances are. They were, and it's time to recognize that. If you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be? I'm the Thermomix. <laughs> I can do a lot of things. I'm really good at things when I put my mind to it. And uh, so I'm a bit like a chameleon. I can be a chopper or a blender or grind <laughs> so and heat and heat a heater so i can do a few things just wherever i put my focus i'd be the refrigerator because <laughs> i just want to chill <laughs> i just want to keep it cool i just want to chill what are three things that you cannot live without um 
three things I can't live without, um, me, my journey, and acknowledging who I truly am, uh, the, the relationships in my life. Uh, I don't have a wide lot of relationships, but I have good friends that we can have good conversations, deep, not superficial, and uh, being in nature. Okay. My last question for you. What would you like your legacy to be? How do you want to be remembered? I'd like to be remembered because people would say she she touched my heart and turned up the light. So I saw the, the light of tr who I truly am. Well, you are a shining star. <laughs> yes, you are in the galaxy. Please tell my brains how to get in contact with you. Uh, if you have any current offerings or books that you want to promote programs, upcoming programs, I want them to connect with you. But brains, you got to be ready because this is heavy lifting. Okay. <laughs> you can't just jump into this and just think it's abracadabra. You've got to be willing and open and flexible to do the work. Absolutely. So I have a website, which is info at, and you spell the word E equals, you spell the word equals. So it's E-E-Q-U-A-L-S-V-S, -E, 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 -E equals vs.com. It's a formula for the energy of life. <clears throat> I'm currently in a website upgrade, but you'll see something there. And we have some programs that are coming up on the website. And uh, so every fortnight I do an online webinar and uh, I put that up on social media and people can just drop in and start to see how we play, how we make reality and our lives and try to make an understanding and, and see how we can change it. So there's quite a lot you'll find on the website should be up uh, in the next couple of weeks, but you'll find the current website there. Well, brains, go in and discover and uncover something new. If nothing else, just to, you know, your curiosity. Curiosity yes. did not kill the cat. I don't believe that <laughs> at all. I do not believe that at all. So thank you so much. I'm sorry, you were going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, enjoy the journey. We have so many different things around us. You know, for instance, number codes of the light language that our consciousness understands. And when you can play with things like that, the building blocks of our, of our universe and, and fully engage, then life feels more joyful. And, and that's what our soul wants to feel. It wants to feel joy, not pain. Or I've been hearing a lot about this life language and the Iki. I think it's a Japanese philosophy. Uh, you know, I don't know exactly what it is, but we're going to explore it here on the edge, just like we've done this. Thank you so much. Thank I you so much. I feel like I've learned so much from you. Um, and it's so valuable. Brains, please go in and like, love, share, and subscribe like, love, share, and subscribe. That's how we keep bringing these smart, heady people all over the world to you here on The Edge. Thank you so much, Marianne. You are the business. <laughs> Thank you very much again, April. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 